Hi, I'm Simon Rushton and this is Taxi Chronicles podcast. On this podcast, we spontaneously interview unsuspecting passengers with their permission, allowing them to share their intimate life stories and concerns. As our slogan states, real riders, real stories. Some riders prefer to be anonymous, while others ask me to tell their story later on. Either way, there are all genuine 5 to 10 minutes stories. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Evening, evening, evening. Yes, we're back. It's Simon here, of course, with a rider called Tom. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and I've decided that I've put on some weight and um, I'm going to be doing equivalent of a keto diet. And I was going to actually only have carbs once a week on a Friday, but now I've met Tom and Tom said he did three months with no carbs yeah. and he lost lots of weight. I'm going to do um, that. And I'm a little guy as well, so it's, it's difficult for me to lose the weight. So, you know. Okay. Well, they say, the, yeah, they say the slimmer you are, it's harder to lose weight. If you're really humongous, yeah. you lose weight quickly, especially yeah, when you're exercising yeah. and stuff like that. So. So, so Tom, tell us about how your experience in your keto, your free month. Um, well, at first, I really struggled to adapt to it. I like cooking, so the the idea of what I was going to put in my body wasn't a problem. Um, I knew what I was going to eat, but I struggled with um, yeah, my body just adapting to it. And I, I basically, I mean, I, I basically not collapsed, but I kind of had a had flu-like symptoms for two three four days something like that and then after my body was able to start figuring out what it was doing it was like right okay we're in ketosis and it worked and i lost uh, i don't know maybe three four kilos something like that over a few months a couple of short months so for me that was enough that was what i needed to, to shift you said you were um, working out were you working out every day and if so what kind of exercise yeah so i do a i do a kettlebell program okay that's good uh yeah called what weight uh, it was 16, I've just moved to 24, okay. um, and again, I'm not a big guy, I'm 65 kilos at the moment, and 5 foot 10. So That is light, isn't it? I'm light, yeah. I'm 110, oh, well, go. actually, probably 120 now, <laughs> <laughs> that make yourself feel good, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I play a lot of badminton, I play badminton three, four times a week, sort of club league level, so competitively, so I'm losing... I don't know, when I play for two hours, I'm losing sort of 600 calories. Okay. If I play competitively. So it's a very, it's very difficult to keep the weight up. So my problem is the opposite. For, for the, so what I was trying to do with the um, keto diet was to cut a bit of fat. But at the same time, I also needed to put some muscle on. Yeah, lean. Exactly. So it was, I need to be fast, explosive. I need to be quick, so I don't want to be heavy. I can't put a lot of mu- big muscle on because yeah, it slows you, you down. Yeah, you want density. Exactly. So you do a lot of calisthenics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A lot of jump squats and you know all that kind of stuff. But see the calisthenics, that jump squats. Yeah. I'm not. Well, maybe some older now. I'm in my mid forties, but <laughs> that the um, the impact sports yeah. like that. I'm not sure if I'd get into that right now. It's tough as well, yeah. Because badminton is very high impact. There's a lot of jumping. Tennis is very low impact because you just run from dot to dot and you hit. Then you still like stop and twist. On exactly, the, on there's a lot of the there's a lot of That's moving the, around, yeah. dashing around, twisting, jumping, diving. 
Okay, okay. So it is difficult on the knees, so a lot of the kettlebell stuff that I do, in between when I was doing, well, I still am doing the kettlebell work, mm -hmm. is just pure strength training and stability. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's just swings and um, kettlebell swings, which are really good for your lower back and your core yeah. and your, yeah. man, everything, your I, entire posterior yeah. chain. I found when I did a kettlebell session, yeah. I did one or two sessions, uh, my pull-ups mm. advanced overnight. Oh, really? Like, boom. That's amazing. It's a bit like swimming. You know, your swimming yeah, yeah. can just advance your endurance mm. and stuff. But mm. also with swimming, you can lose it. Yes, so if you don't swim true. for a week, oh, it's like you're a novice when yeah, you just come back. When you come back. It's frustrating, isn't Even it? though you're banging out 10 or whatever amount of lengths mm. uh, at a time. And so how far are you through the... Um, the this is my keto first, thing now. This is my first week. To oh, okay, so you've started. I think I messed up the second day That's all because right. I had um, a meal deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you messed all, up. It's auto autopilot. I wasn't even thinking. I was just thinking, oh, yeah. I'm thinking, wait a minute, you're meant to be. <laughs> all right, we'll start tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is, being ex military, I've never really had to worry about dieting mm. because the regime of fitness that you do you could just eat anything yeah right okay but now i suppose what you're <laughs> what we're doing now is more worried about aesthetics yeah. than actually um performance mm. uh in that respect so you must be still a pretty fit guy you ex-military yeah but mm. yeah i suppose maybe compared to the average joe my yeah. age but yeah. um yeah there's a big you know there's a big part of this which is mental mm. So you're just doing what you're doing along that kind of shape of thing. So how did it affect your work, your diet? What do you, what do, you do for occupation? Um, I, I have a desk job. I work in marketing. Okay. Um, and it. it's, what would I say? I think after the first few days, which were a struggle, as I mentioned, it was, it was fine. I, I felt no impact whatsoever, no negative impact. A lot of people get worried about energy loss on a ketogenic diet, mm -hmm. um, but actually I found it to be perfectly fine. And I was able to do my sport, which as I say is very high high energy. Um, I cycle everywhere, I walk everywhere most, most of the time. You're really into your fitness, aren't you? Yeah, so, and um, it, was, it was fine. But everything I do is for, from a fitness perspective is for, and, and actually a mental perspective as well is, um, toward the sport is to help me with badminton because that's what I love. I don't love working out, but oh. I love the sport and I love getting better. Yeah. So I do everything to help me improve that. Oh, so you put in all that work and you feel that you get that uh, endorphin rush when, yeah, exactly. you, when you're performing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm You said you were vegan. Um, how vegan how long it, yeah. for and why did you stop? I was vegan for almost a year. It was about. God, maybe five years ago now. Um, and I did it because I, and it's not because I don't like meat, because I love meat, and I love cooking, and I love handling meat and all the rest of it. So it wasn't to do with that. It was purely an uh, ecological um, decision. Oh, and I did, I just, the environment. Yeah, and I just said, you know what? I, I want to try something different. And also, like, like I say, I really like cooking. And what I wanted to, and I like cooking a lot of Asian food, East Asian and Indian food, yeah. and they're very highly, they're veg, basically vegetarian anyway. A lot, of, a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, actually, this is great for me. It will allow me to work on new recipes, cook more stuff, 
I'll be, you know, learning new skills and also I'll be kind of lowering my impact on nature. Um, and that was it. It was, just, it was just that. And I did it for, it was easy for me. I found it trivial. Um, I, re I really enjoyed it. And the reason I stopped was because my friend in Leeds, where I'm from, took me out one night and got me absolutely battered. And she took me to a fried chicken shop and she ordered me chicken and then she and I ate it because I was you know I was probably eight or nine pints deep um, and and she recorded me doing it and filmed film me doing it and then put it on Facebook yeah and showed all my mates and all the rest of it but I got a taste for it again and I couldn't resist did, did, oh. did you get scorned I did yeah they by, the, by the vegan world no Traitor. no, no they, they, they didn't actually I, I, actually I don't have any, any I didn't back then have any vegan friends, or vegetarian friends, uh, maybe one, but um, no, everyone was really, it wasn't, I didn't make a big deal out of it. I think you were still mates of her? Yeah, yeah, still, still friends with her, yeah, yeah, right. absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, so it's all, it's all good. Mm -hmm. um, would you go back to being a vegan? I would love, if I could stop it, if I could stop enjoying eating meat and fish, I would do it in a mm. heartbeat. And the reason is because when I stopped eating, particularly when I stopped eating dairy, just drinking, not drinking dairy milk, which I drink a lot of tea and coffee. I drink mm -hmm. maybe 10 cups of tea and coffee a day mm -hmm. when I'm working, which is pretty bad. I should get a lot of dairy and I love cheese and I love cream. I eat a lot of French type food. Um, and it is just terrible for you. <laughs> it's just killing you. It just, it, as soon as I stopped eating it, I I could run further. This was like two or three days later. My breathing got better because I have not asthma, but in the summer when I have when I have hay fever, I get asthmatic symptoms. Would the same go for yogurt then? Yeah, all all of that. Just got rid of it. I just started eating Alpro yogurt, you know, soy yogurt, um, and just immediately my skin cleared up. I felt more lively, felt more energetic. Just loads of things. That the meat thing in terms of having any impact didn't really, I didn't feel an impact by when I stopped eating meat and eat, started eating more vegetables, but I did feel an impact from not having dairy. So okay. that if you were gonna do anything to improve how you feel, I'd say just don't, don't eat dairy. Yeah, they say dairy forms mucus, which um, yeah, hinders right. your respiratory system. Right. Yeah, yeah, stuff things like that. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, felt less, I felt less coffee, less phlegmy as well, which is good. Yeah, and that's so where that you get a right. better performance. Yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, thanks, thanks for that interview. No worries. Yeah, much. Oh, I forgot to ask you. You said you're in marketing. How's the marketing world today? Right now, um, it's good. I work for an interior design studio, and we design um, mostly food retail and hospitality venues. So, mm -hmm. um, supermarkets. Uh, we we design all the Aldi supermarkets mm -hmm. in the UK, and we design Fortnum and Mason. Um, so, really high end really low end and everything in between at the moment it's going pretty well um, we've got loads of big projects on I can't complain at all yeah mm. yeah okay that's good that's good last question yeah what's the impact you want to have on the world oh that's a good question I am actually going back to university this next year I want to study neuroscience, cognitive neuroscience, okay. and I want to be a, a researcher. So hopefully, I will have some direct impact on the world. In the AI, in kind a, of? AI, yeah, robotics, that kind of thing. 
the yeah. interview that you probably want to listen to is going to be coming out on the um, this podcast. Okay. I interviewed a guy who worked for Microsoft oh, cool. for 14 years from 1994. Wow. And okay. he is saying how those days you could just walk into Bill Gates' office. Yeah. Wow. And Bill, uh, so I asked him what kind of. Um, He's telling us, he spoke about the future of what these companies are, what companies are trying to do now. Yeah. And they're trying to des- design AI cities and yeah, all these yeah, other yeah. things and yeah. that stuff. But it's a good interview. Cool. One thing that did strike me when he's, I said, what did you think of Bill Gates? He said, well, Bill Gates has got a lot better now. Before he wasn't like a really a people person. No, I've heard that, yes. And he said, um, he had famous comments for like when you were doing something, uh, you were talking and then you went off track. He'd just go next, huh. or he'd look at you and go, "Do I pay you?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> that kind of thing. But that I can understand cool. because if you're a mad scientist, you want everybody to be on the same level. And yeah, if they're yeah, yeah. not, you're just gonna dump them. You need just mad scientists around you. But then, yeah. can mad scientists work together? It's like having the best of all, best of all. Yeah, exactly. Players, exactly. Do they produce a really good team, or, yeah, or yeah. are they all egotistic? You need supporting, supporting cast, don't you? Supporting yeah. roles. Yeah, that's a good. I like the way yeah. you say that. Mm. Yeah. Well, thanks again. No worries. And have a nice day. Thank you. We hoped you liked that episode. Keeping in mind, we never know who we're going to interview. We post twice a day, 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. GMT. Have you ever considered the future economies to invest in? Why not listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories? Considering Africa has the fastest growing economies and population on Earth and has done for many years, it holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. We publish twice a week, Tuesday, with a guest investor, and Fridays talking about investment, politics, and history, providing a clear understanding for any potential investor.